0: hello my beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of authentic alchemy i'm your host emily burke and i'm very very grateful that you are here whether or not this is your first time listening or you've been listening for a while so much gratitude i just wish that i could give you a really big hug right now today We are diving into another little mini-sode. If you caught the last one, uh, you will know that I get lots of, like, downloads. And by downloads, I mean, like, ideas, aha moments, like, big insights while I'm driving. So I press record on my voice record. It's all very safe. I make sure I'm pulled over. Um, And riff on something that's coming through and this is just such a beautiful like authentic way to be delivering to you because I'm quite often driving and I'm like I could just I need to talk about this to somebody and it's just straight from source today I am talking about the concept that nobody is right or wrong and if you're like wanting to jump on me right now with all of your reasons why I'm wrong about this, <laughs> I just want you to listen to the next 12 minutes and just hear me out here because I'm backing this up with evidence and science, okay? Tune in. Let me know what you think at the end. DM me over on Instagram at I am Emily Burke or TikTok, the same name. And I cannot wait to hear what you think. So enjoy this mini Okay, let's talk about right and wrong for a minute. Because this is something that I feel causes so much conflict, like external conflict between other people and also conflict within ourselves at the same time. I'm gonna say something bold and if you've heard this before and you get it and it clicks, you're like, well, of course. And if you've like never heard this before or maybe you've heard it and you were like, no, I want you to just be super open-minded about this and let me explain. Nobody is right and nobody is wrong. Okay? And I can hear you like in the back of my head going, well, what about somebody who murders somebody? They're wrong for doing that. That's not what we're talking about right now. Okay? We're talking about what people believe to be right and wrong. And the thing is, this goes so much further than what's right for me is right for me and what's right for you is right for you. That's like the surface level kind of basis of it. Let's go a little bit deeper. If we're thinking about like our model of the world, our worldview, what we see when we look out of the world, when we talk to people, when we just in our everyday experiences, we have a lens or like multiple lenses that we are looking through and experiencing through and hearing through. And the thing is, is those lenses are determined by various factors. So I'm talking like our experiences that we've had throughout our life, particularly things like, you know, big T and little T traumas. So like big traumas and then like small traumas, you know, like somebody picking on you at school and and things like that. Those things all shape the way that we see the world. Okay. Okay. They shape our beliefs, so our programming, our subconscious programming determines the lens with which we're, we're looking through. And all of those things distort, delete, and generalize the information that is coming in, okay? Bear with me. We take in billions of bits of information At any, like, given moment. All the time we are taking in billions and billions of bits of information. Now the thing is, we cannot actually process all that information at once. So we have this thing called a reticular activating system that... Or a RAS that deletes distorts and generalizes the information that he deems to be important and the things that determine whether or not it thinks it's important are those experiences that we've had our beliefs um, our programming any traumas that we've had any wounding that we've had all of that kind of stuff it all determines our reticular activating system. Now, delete, distort, generalize. What does that mean? We will literally delete information from our like experience. Like, for instance, right now, I'm driving in my car, walking, talking to you. There are houses on the on both sides of the road that my peripheral vision is taking in. That's like bits of information. There's, you know, like a house there that has pink flowers, a big bush out the front, like another vine that has orange flowers on it, and a brown fence that has like a weird, it's a really ugly fence actually, and a tree, and it has a brown roof. It's a very brown house. Oh my gosh. Anyway, my point being is on my 45-minute drive here, I am not going to take in... Every single piece of information that I pass in my peripheral vision, every noise that I take in, I'm not going to take it in and remember it. Okay, it's not going to solidify into my subconsciousness, into my conscious memory. It just isn't. I would be like a computer that has like 50 billion tabs open trying to download multiple videos and upload, you know, programs and stuff like that. It would just crash I would crash so my reticular activating system deletes the things that does not deem to be important so it's focusing on the road the car in front of me I can see the car to my left the traffic light that I'm passing it's hyper focusing on all of these things because that's what's important this is super super interesting when you go and like you go to recall an event with a friend or something that was also there. And you. Like they're talking about something that happened. And you were there. But you cannot remember that at all. You're like. That didn't happen. And they're like. Yes it did. Like, no it didn't. The thing is. Is you're both right. You're both right. Because you potentially deleted it. And or. You both distorted the information. This is also what happens. Based on the. Um, our. RAS, our reticular activating system and the lenses with which we're seeing and experiencing the world, we distort We distort the information that's coming in to fit our model of the world. What we believe to be true about the world. So if I believe that... What's well, a good one? Uh, if I believe that all men are assholes and they're jerks and they're just... That's what I believe. If a man comes up to my friend and I at a bar and starts talking to us and they're, you know, they're actually, you know, trying to have a little bit of a flirt, whatever, I might walk away from there going, like, what a sleazy, like, pig, just who does he think that he is? Like, he was so gross, blah, blah, blah. My friend who might have a different model of the world, who might have the model of the world that, you know, uh, men are beautiful and, um, like, flirting is really fun and she, you know, she will go, what? What are you talking about? He was really nice. He was just talking to us. And this is where those things are, again, when you're, like, talking about an event that happened and two people who were both there had the quote-unquote same experience, you didn't actually have the same experience. You experienced it through your lens, your reticular activating system. Therefore, you have a different truth. This is that science of what I'm talking about around um, nobody's wrong and nobody's right. Right? Especially when it comes to facts and things like that. Yes, some things are just fact. But for that person, they might be saying, like, somebody who's saying, like, the earth is flat. They really believe that the earth is flat. And you're going, no, I've seen pictures of the earth. But for them, what is right is the earth is flat. Okay? Because they have received information in a way that has deleted, distorted, and generalized where the earth is flat. Okay? Okay? That's probably not a great example because that is one that's pretty set in stone. But, again, what is right for one is not necessarily right for another. Okay? What this does, knowing what knowing this does is, one, it helps us be super compassionate and understanding of others. What it also does is it frees us from our need to... Be right to be in control and the way that it does that is is rather than going no that's not the right way to, that's not the right way to do that that's not like no we should do it this way we should do it this way okay huh explain to me why you're doing it that way now don't get me wrong you will have times where you're like no this is right we're all human okay we are all human we have times when we're like no this is just the way that that it should be done and again what's your language there who said that it should be done that way and can you be open to a different possibility or you might go this is the way that I prefer to do this and I actually have the freedom to let go of the way that somebody else is doing it and it's really, really freeing. It takes work, though. It takes time. But it's a very big perspective shift that I was fortunate enough to learn a long time ago. And the work started back in my early 20s there. And I, I very, very self-righteous teenager, had to start to relearn how to go, okay, that's their model of the world. That's their that's what's right in their experience and that's okay that is okay and what you also get to do is you start to get to start to reflect and go well is that the way that I actually want to see the world is this is this right is this truth that I'm holding on to does it actually give me power? Is it useful? And this is something that we just get to, like something that I've, I've learned recently from um, Andrea Crowder. The idea of, is it useful? And if it's useful, it gives us power, like energy in our body. And if this, like, whatever it is that you're like, no, this is right, like this must be this way, you're wrong. If that's depleting your power, if it's depleting your energy... Chuck it in the bin. Change it. Or inquire into where that came from. Where did that come from? Where did it come from? Like, who gave it to you? Who made the decision that it had to be that way? Did you choose it for yourself? And and maybe it was true for you at a particular time and it really, really served you. So you're like, I can't let this go because it kept me safe for a really long time. But maybe it's holding you back now. It's no longer keeping you safe. It's now just keeping you trapped. And how can I let it go now? How can I give it back to whoever gave it to me? How can I release it? Because it's keeping you trapped in a particular part of your timeline. I hope that this served you in some way. I hope that this resonated. Again, I'm just on the road and I've just p- pressed voice record because I always have incredible insights or ideas. They feel incredible to me anyway. <laughs> you might have a different uh, opinion. What feels right for you is right for you. What feels right for me feels right for me. This feels really right for me. I always have these like big downloads in the car and I'm like, ah, I don't have a pen. So voice record. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I love you dearly. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you found value here, and if you did, please share the show with your people. It really does make a big difference. You can also rate and review your review the show if you would like to give me a big virtual hug. And I would love to hear from you. Please come and DM me over on Instagram or TikTok at I am Emily Burke. I would love to be able to hear what your biggest aha moments. Let me know if you disagree with me in a kind, like, you know, open conversation kind of way. Um, I don't need the hate. Uh, but I'm also totally open to discuss things in a constructive, heartwarming way. So I cannot wait to hear from you. I'm just going to assume that you are going to message me. (laughs) And until next time, keep creating your most authentically beautiful life possible. Because why the fuck not?